This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming, Hurts sees it, gets rid of it, it's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on my good friend Rich Eisen. I'm very excited for you guys to hear this episode. We had a lot of fun uh, recording this. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe on YouTube. And uh, make sure that you turn on those post notifications so you get a notification every single time I post a podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Are you listening to this podcast and you're getting ready for week one and you don't have a place to place your bets? Well, guys, I have a solution for you. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest place to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get in the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on a very special guest. My friend Rich Eisen has joined us here today. Uh, Thank you for sparing some time today. You got it, pal. How you been? I've been amazing. How have you been? I'm good, buddy. I'm better for seeing you. I always love following you on Twitter and, you know, seeing your updates about your personal and then seeing how much you're excited about the season. And, you know, I just, I just love, you know, I think Howie Roseman listened to you at the combine a couple of years ago. Don't you think? He I really do. I think so. I, I and I, I think that kid Nicobe Dean has something special in him. So my goodness, does he ever. And, and I think they got him, um, they got him uh, before anyone else did and drafted him in a round that I couldn't believe he was still available at. And and I think we're going to start seeing that kid that was just a dynamite player in Georgia and a huge leader right in the middle of that defense. Um, that, that might be one of the more overlooked aspect of the Eagles coming into the season. We're all focused on the Georgia Bulldogs they just got, you know, with Jalen Carter and obviously Nolan Smith if he's healthy and DeAndre Swift in the trade during the draft. But N'Kobe Dean may be the one, uh, uh, you know, obviously Jordan Davis expected to take a big league too, but uh, N'Kobe Dean, I'm fired up for you. Right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome. I'm really excited to see him on the field. Um, and and one of my topics for you, you, you mentioned the DeAndre Swift trade. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles look like they are uh, ready to run some 21 personnel this entire year with uh, Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, uh, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell. Uh, does this mean another Super Bowl run by these I guys? don't know, but it sure looks that way because, you know, quarterback-driven league and Jalen Hurts is just so amazing. And um, 
the best part about him is you know the way the season ended sticks in his craw and you know he feels that there's something to do to get better and you know he's gonna come to work every day and he'll probably already has with the mindset of of uh winning it this time around and getting back and knowing how difficult it is to get back and him waking up every day since that day with that goal in mind um you know that and and you also know you don't need boston scott for just only two games right that's it just just two games against the giants and that's all he could just tap out the rest of the year um but you know he won't it's it's pretty cool man it's it's good and you know kelsey coming back and the whole team um you know remaining uh significantly intact um two coordinators being poached is usually what does happen to a uh, super bowl um type team or a team that was in the super bowl but I, I, clearly they're 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 a class of the nfc uh up there with the 49ers and we'll see what your what the the cowboys do in the division um but uh i think you're in good shape don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, how many quarterbacks do you see that lose a Super Bowl and put their wallpaper on their phone screen as yeah. them walking out of the confetti? I mean, yeah. yeah, what a leader that guy is. He is. He is. And I just loved how, you know, he um, answered your question after the Super Bowl um, in a very thoughtful manner, you know, in in the um, aftermath, uh, immediate aftermath of of um, the biggest game of his career not going his way. I thought that was just the latest example of how uh, he's human first and superhuman second, you know? Yeah, that was it, it was awesome to have that opportunity to ask him that because in the moment, you know, you think you're like, all right, I'm right here with one of the biggest leaders in the NFL. I wonder if he's learned uh, uh, something from this already. And mm-hmm. he already had learned all the lessons he needed to learn before going back and watching film. So, man, he's just, he's awesome. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a dream come true for a fan like you, for sure. And a team like the Eagles. Dream oh, for sure. Um, so what are you most looking forward to this season? Well, you know what I'm most looking forward to this season. You know the answer to that question, right, Gio? Is it is it Jets football? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is the biggest storyline going into the season. It's the reason why HBO and the NFL Films folks held out uh, for the Jets. Um, it is a rarity that a, a player um, of Rodgers' caliber switches teams. Um, Brady, obviously, is the most recent example of it. But there's not too many other examples in the history of the NFL like that, uh, where surefire first ballot Hall of Famer with damn near 20 years with one team decides to uh, take a a shot somewhere else or circumstances bring about that being necessary. And, um, and the Jets being a team that's ready for them, you know, like they are filled with young players who gelled a lot faster than people thought maybe last year. And the quarterback um, position just needs to be filled with a steady veteran hand who knows how to lead and uh, be followed. 
um, and be comfortable with that and have the wherewithal to pull every string. And and um, Zach Wilson just wasn't that guy last year. The Jets couldn't afford to lose this window. We all know, um, you know, how Jalen got paid this year for, for the Eagles and how uh, windows need to be made um, with uh, championships if they're open, these windows. So the Jets realized that these kids were were young and good and gelling fast. And had they gotten 10, 14 more points a game last year, that start where I, I think they were seven and two could have actually been um could have been a 13 win season a 12 win season and they could have been the ones as opposed to Jacksonville in that fourth uh and final uh spot on division playoff weekend in the AFC that appears to be um ready a year year in and year out for us to see Allen Burrow and Mahomes occupying three of those spots if they're healthy and the team is so the Jets had to make this move and the fact that Rodgers was up for making the move to the point where he redid his contract and the Jets were willing to remake their roster and Nathaniel Hackett was, in fact, free to hire. And that's a guy he really loves. And for the Jets to feather their nest uh, for Rodgers, uh, it's ready-made. And it's a huge story. And it's New York. And it's fans like me. And it's fans like crazy Fireman Ed and everybody else that have been kicked in the nards for 50 plus years long before you were born, sir. But you were there obviously in the uh, Doug Peterson, Nick Foles year about seeing long weights end um, for teams wearing green. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. And, and, and that's not just because I'm, I grew up a jet fan and, and obviously it's been a long time coming. I, I truly believe the rest of the NFL national media uh is interested uh from wisconsin to the rest of the afc east and the rest of the afc because if rogers is the real thing from his mvp season and has his own number 17 and garrett wilson now and the rest of that team as it's laid out they really are legit legit super bowl contenders and that's that's the number one story i think coming into uh 2023 yeah, and uh, you look at Aaron Rodgers and him taking that that money cut just for this team, just to try to get a championship. He's also another leader um, in the NFL. He's just a great guy. Uh, and also, when you think of the Jets, you think of that one young, talented guy, Sauce Gardner. Oh, yeah. I think that the Jets are going to have one of the best defenses in the league this year. And then obviously that offense with Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, like it's just going to be electric to watch every week. Yeah. I mean, Warren Sapp, when I worked with him for all those years, he would always say the front and the back end of a defense have to work together. And uh, the front four for the Jets is pretty darn stout. Quinn and Williams right in the middle of it. And then you got sauce and the rest of that secondary in the back. And, you know, if Brees Hall can stay healthy and come back and look like the kid from last year who was home run hitting from anywhere on the field. And Dalvin cook's now been added to the mix and Rogers has his, um, a couple of his BFFs from, from the receiver room and in green Bay and Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Nicole Hardman is a fascinating ad that gets lost in a lot of shuffles 
when talking about the Jets offense. Again, if the offensive line stays healthy and the rest of these kids stay healthy for Rodgers, um, it's a it's a legit chance. It's truly a legit chance. And and the schedule makers have saw saw fit to to put put the very uh, best on the Jets um schedule this year from both Super Bowl teams last year to the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants two more playoff teams from last year uh the Denver Broncos um you know just as toast off a nice little rivalry going on here with the OC from last year being on that team you have to assume they're going to be better the division itself is um arguably the best in the National Football League you look later on in there in the season and you see teams like Cleveland, Atlanta, Washington, you know, it, it's it's a very perilous endeavor every August to look at the upcoming schedule through last year's results. Um, I don't think it's a perilous endeavor with some of the teams I just mentioned, but you can't sit here and go, well, Atlanta's an, a beatable, winnable game and Washington's a beatable team with a winnable game and same thing with Cleveland totally different ball of wax um this year potentially so the Jets might wind up having the toughest schedule in football needing to go through all of this but um I guess pressure makes diamonds right yeah I mean I don't know if you knew this but the Jets have never beaten the Eagles so I've heard that that story Will that streak come to an end? I got to tell you, you know, Gio, well, I'm, I consider you a friend and I'm, you know, I'm enjoying our chat here and for the rest of our chat here as well. But on that, uh, that week, I think it's week six, you know, you and I are just going to have to, you know, go our separate ways. We'll come <laughs> back together. We'll, we'll hug it out, but that's a pretty big week for both of us. I think it's going to be a great game though. Either way. I think so. Yeah. Um. So with this Jonathan Taylor uh, trade rumors and everything, what team do you think he'll end up going to? That's a great question. We were talking about it on on uh, my show yesterday about which teams could use him the most. And again, it it, it reminds me of Lamar Jackson's um, spring where Lamar was a free agent, but not really. Um, and Lamar would be great on a bunch of teams, if not for the fact that it would be so expensive in terms of draft capital two ones and contractually um, that um, you, you would otherwise, of course, take Lamar Jackson. The same thing appears to be the case right now with Jonathan Taylor. He's not a free agent, but he's been given the ability to seek a, uh, a team like he is one. And a team would be willing, of course, to take a 24-year-old running back of his quality and um, personal nature being such high quality as well. Uh, of course, you're going to take him if only, you know, it, they weren't asking for a Christian McCaffrey type return, which is what my colleague from NFL Network, Tom Pelissero, says the Colts are looking for. And if he wasn't looking for somewhere in the neighborhood of what between Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey are going to make. So that said, if we just remove all of that, of course, the Miami Dolphins could use him and Denver might be able to use him and. Um, you, you, you know, the bears are a team that you hear mentioned, um, Ian Rappaport mentioned the bills as a possibility since they were willing to take that big swing potentially at Deandre Hopkins. Why not Jonathan Taylor? Um, you know, would Minnesota do such a thing? And 
I, I don't know. I mean, they like Alexander Madison. They just got rid of uh, Dalvin Cook because of, of, you know, the financial aspect of it. Uh, what Dallas says they 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 wouldn't do it. Um, so I, I don't know, um, except to say, um, you know, the Colts are the team that needs him the most. Yeah. So I, I, I just don't know why it's gotten to this point. Um, it's confusing to me how it's gotten to this point, but it, it looks like um, the Colts are just not willing to pay him now. And he wants to be paid now. And that's the impasse that I think we're all sitting at. So um, I, I wish I could give you an answer, but um, the team that I think that needs him the most are the Colts, the team that it looks like he 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 doesn't want to play for anymore. Yeah, Rich, and the one of the biggest things that I've seen, so I was at Colts training camp all year this year, got to interview Anthony Richardson coming in as the Colts starting quarterback. And as I'm on the sideline watching the teams warm up, uh, Jonathan Taylor comes walking across the sidelines and the fans are ruthless to him. It's just crazy to me how they could uh, switch up so fast on Is a guy that right? Like that. What do you mean they're ruthless to him? What do you mean by that? They were heckling him and uh, screaming stuff at him, profanities. It was just ruthless. Wow. That's unfortunate to hear because he's such a good dude. And yeah. I don't know if anybody really knows what he was playing through last year. You know, we just assumed, you know, he got hurt and 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 um, when he came back, he was ready to roll. But I'm sure he wasn't. And the fact that he came back when this the season appeared to be completely lost. Um, I, I, I honestly uh, I'm terribly disappointed to hear that. I know uh, we don't want to paint all Colts fans with the same brush. In the same way, you know, Philly fans are sick and tired of hearing about the, yeah. the a-holes who threw batteries at Santa Claus back <laughs> in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to paint everyone with a broad brush because, as you know, Phil Philadelphia sports fans are also the ones that cheered for, you know, Trey Turner, um, you know, in his in his troubles. But um, that's terribly disappointing to hear. And um, they will – if. If Jonathan Taylor hears that, of course he's going to say, I need to get the hell out of here too. I don't want to play for people who don't understand what I'm trying to do here. And what he's trying to do is get his, just like every fan that boos him or screams profanity to him would want to do in their job. Um, so that's, un that's, that's unfortunate to hear, Gio. I'm sorry to hear that. A hundred percent. When a guy feels undervalued like that, it's just never good. And, to have fans kind of turn on you like that is just I, I could see why he wants out. I could see what you it. think of Anthony Richardson. He's a great guy. Um, I got to have a, a nice little conversation with him out after the uh the press conference was done and he is uh he he's very level headed and he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's great. That's cool. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. I mean, and that's another reason why I would think that even if you don't want to pay you know, Jonathan Taylor now, uh, for whatever your reason, because you, you don't have to, to the fact that, um, you don't want to give, um, you know, that sort of, um, extra money to somebody who just got hurt last year, or you don't want to give that sort of contract to anybody coming off of a season that the entire organization fell flat. Um, whatever that is, you'd think that there'd be an exception. 
for the fact that um, uh, Anthony Richardson needs him. Shane Steichen needs him. The team needs him. The franchise needs him. Uh, the fans, even though who, who might have been merciless in booing him or cursing him out on that day that you you heard them from the stands, they they need him, which is what, probably the reason why they know it, because they were so angry about it. But, um, you know, and I'm not sitting here saying that they should pay him a market-setting contract, but let's find a number here, one would think, that um, that would make him satisfied to get off of what I've been calling on my show, the physically unwilling to perform list. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and get out there. Cause the Colts need him, man. Yeah. You bring up a guy like Shane Steichen. He actually funny, funny thing is he said that he knew me from back at the course. combine a few You're years a star, ago. Geo, Ge- Geo, come on, man. You know, you know that he said, out he, there, bud. he said, I saw you on with Rich Eisen at the combine. <laughs> yeah. Calling out Howie. Yeah, right. He was like, well, you need like, a receiver. Do you think he might have agreed with you? Because I think receivers and linebackers is what you were looking for, right? Is that what you yeah. were looking for? Yeah. So you're probably doing him a solid. And I'm sure if you <laughs> run into Jonathan Gannon, he'd say the same thing. Right. You know? Right. Um, so as we all know, you do the 40 yard dash every year at the combine. And yeah, uh I got my left knee fixed and I'm getting my right knee. Uh, I'm having surgery on it in about two to three weeks, uh, so I can get it fixed. Um, so next year, you know, yeah. I'm in Indy. We got to do it together for St. Jude's. You know what, bud? Uh, if if you are ready to do whatever you want to do, do anything with me and raise awareness for St. Jude, you're in, bud. You're in. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to oh, do yeah. it. I'm, I'm in. Uh, yeah, if you're if you want to be in, let's do it. Just don't beat me. That's all I ask. <laughs> Let me win. That's all I, I saw need. you on. I saw you on, and they were uh, giving you a head start against the no. players. And stuff. it's not pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. Gets worse every year. But you know what? I only know one speed is what I keep telling everybody, and that's it. That's what I got. <laughs> you know, I might train for it a little bit better this year. We'll see. You know, I'll be in yeah. better shape for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one last question for you is. Sure. Uh, I have. On my podcast, I like to raise awareness to bullying because I've experienced it myself. In your opinion, what's the biggest step that we all need to take to end bullying and cyberbullying? I, 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 first of all, I it it breaks my heart to hear that people would bully you, Geo. You have got such an incredible heart. You've got such a wonderful light inside you that anybody that's come across you. Um, or has seen you or watches you or listens to you, they know it. And um, so I would just say to you that you should know what a a great human you are. And if anybody says anything to you otherwise, they they're 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 just they're hurt themselves inside and and need that hurt somehow taken care of by either, somebody they love or or a professional you know because there's no reason anybody should ever take anything out on you because of who you are and you're awesome please know that like i i honestly i see i see the responses to your tweets when you tweet stuff out i'm i'm one of them you know and um so that's the first thing i want to say to you so you hear that from me and i think i speak for you know, thousands upon thousands of people uh, 
um, who have gotten to know you through either your work or, you know, getting to meet you because you, you say hello to everybody. Uh, it's terrible if people treat you that way. And clearly they do. And I just want to tell you that you are loved. So you can hear that. That's a fact. Seriously. I Thank hope you, you know Rich. that. Do you know that? Oh, I know it. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I got a good support. In, in terms of ending bullying, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's as old as time, unfortunately. Um, and I just think it's, it's, uh, um, uh, you know, a commodity that 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 this world seems to be lacking more and more every year of of empathy and sympathy for people and knowing that words matter and words hurt and cruelty should never be the purpose of anything. Um, and so I, I just think it would be it's it's just incumbent on, upon people like you and I and other like minded people to call it out when they see it, to to tell people that. Um, people should not be made to feel less than or belittled or made to be feel hurt or cry because of whatever somebody perceives of them, whether they look differently than anyone else or act differently than anyone else. If they're being their true, genuine self, that should be celebrated. And um, that goes for anybody, for whatever their being is their true selves in this day and age. So uh, I, that would be my my only message to anyone who's out there listening is that we all have to band together and call it out when we see it and and say it's not right um, and let somebody know that in, in real time and to tell people like yourself who are the victims of it that you're not deserving of it and that there are enough people, many of them, in this world who outnumber those who might want to bully you or think about it that you are 100%. loved. You are 100%. loved. You're a good, good human on the planet. You need to keep doing what you're doing and be yourself and get out there, man. Keep Thank doing Thank you, it. Rich. And I'm here to support you, as you know, in anything. Yes, sir. Thank you for supporting me throughout uh, all always. these years of me, me doing this and always uh, giving me advice. Always. Anytime. I'm here for you, bud. Yes, sir. You're one of my biggest mentors and to, to be honest, you're a hero to me and you always have been. So I you're really very sweet. Are you listening to this podcast and you're getting ready for week one and you don't have a place to place your bets? Well, guys, I have a solution for you. Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest place to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right from your mobile device. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and get in the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.